0: Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit. From fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers, we'll hear the behind the scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course will answer and explore the big question of what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is the host of Tiff in the Morning, airing live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. on KISS 1071. She is known to bring your group chat to life by having real, intimate conversations with listeners. She is the creator of Make a Date or Break, a new way to look at dating culture. Apart from the radio, she has hosted for professional sports teams and MC'd events. Please welcome... Tiff Potter.
1: Hi. Hello. The Tiff Potter. The notorious Tiff Potter. Thank you. I had to put the the in front of there because I didn't start an Instagram page until far, 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 far too late until my millennial journey. Like my girlfriends, I showed up to college With nothing. No, Facebook, nothing. My roommate thought I was... When did you graduate from
0: college so I can set the stage for...
1: 2012 Okay, from a a school in Boston, which I'm sure we'll get into. Before we get get started, also, I have to let you know I have literally never been interviewed. This is the first time I've ever really been on a podcast before. So if I'm a rambling idiot, it's because I'm nervous.
0: No, that's like what... It is for, that's what podcasts are for is for rambling idiots (laughs) to record themselves and put it out to the world. Like someone's going to give a shit what they have to say.
1: Yeah. Well, also it's been a minute. Like I can't swear where, what, and the job that I do. So,
0: well, it's not a prerequisite for coming on the show. I will have some people be like, I mean, I don't know if I'm comfortable saying, I'm like, you don't have to, I do. You don't have to. And also like, I can read the room. If you're not, if you're like a doctor of oncology and we're sure. having a conversation and we don't mm-hmm. need to say the word fuck. Mm-hmm. But you know. today,
1: but, what the fuck? But today... <laughs>
0: We're in it, and I'm like on one today, as you kind of are too. Like, we're recording on a Monday night. Yo. The Monday after Mm -hmm. the first Cincinnati home, not the first, the Cincinnati home opener. I am a new football girly. Welcome. two games in as a football girly. Ooh, this is a new adventure for you. So, it's a new adventure. I feel like I'm a freshman. I'm like learning, understanding the ropes. I'm going to release a Patreon episode all about being a football girly, like an outside perspective into football culture. Sure. And the rules and the regulations and the superstition and like oh, every, yeah. the fashion, mm-hmm. the tailgate. Who's at the tailgate? What do we do? I'm going to release a whole episode. The I foods. was taking the foods. Absolutely mm-hmm. the foods. I was taking notes in my phone app this week like an investigative reporter as I was tailgating. Like, oh, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this.
1: This will be interesting mm-hmm. then.
0: It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, But yeah, okay, so you graduated in 2012. Mm -hmm, I graduated in 2010. So we are of the same.
1: We are of the same same. later um, aughts college experience, which was incredible. Yeah, We were taking photos on digital cameras and uploading the full album unedited up to Facebook. And that doesn't exist. I wrote a caption for every single photo. (laughs) I tagged.
0: I tagged. Every single one of my friends and all of my photos. It was like my Facebook albums were an experience. Like I wanted you to tell a story Mm -hmm. of our night out to the bar Mm -hmm. with like Mm -hmm. poorly taken shots of us falling over.
1: And they had problematic titles as well.
0: It was like the inside joke of the time, like whatever the inside joke was.
1: (laughs) There was was no Instagram really, it was just kind of coming around. Yeah. It was the era of Facebook and wearing bodycon dresses with no jackets and platform spike pumps to dorm room parties. To the dorm room. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're completely right. (laughs) For
0: me, my early college days, there was a lot of belts over things. (gasps) And layered tanks. And peplum tops. Oh,
1: my God. And flared jeans. Flared jeans. In a bad way. Not in a cute comeback way. Yeah,
0: no. Mm -hmm. Not in a cute comeback way. What else were we wearing? I was wearing a lot of... Crunchy hair gel. Crunchy hair gel. Um, Like, I would have one pair of brown wedges from Target that I made work with every single outfit because I knew they were the brown wedges that wouldn't hurt my feet while I was, like, out all night. Yeah. So even if they didn't go with the outfit at all, like, those fucking brown wedges would be, they were in a little peep toe.
1: And, oh, no, those are cute. And the the jacket, it was, like, I mean, could it come home with me at the end of the night? The sure. But Face. if we left it, the black North
0: Face. <laughs> the black North Face, please. You could just go they into should. a bar <laughs> yeah. like after a night out and say that you lost your black North Face jacket mm-hmm. and you could just go take
1: one. That's and, how you could go shopping. And that's that's what the ja- – they really should have done a campaign for yeah. college girlies. Yeah. The black North Face campaign. They If if
0: marketing w- what was the way it is now, there yeah. would have been – that sort of campaign because like that share we all live that shared similar experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it It doesn't doesn't exist
1: anymore in time it's frozen truly Mm -hmm. it doesn't
0: because now i'm i'm really thankful in college we didn't have something like instagram like something where you would have continuous updating posts like a story Mm -hmm. um because I feel like the it was bad enough that, like, you know, if you liked a guy in college and you knew, like, maybe someone who he was dating, like, of course you would stalk her mm-hmm. and you would, like, you know, try to... But you weren't really getting that much information. You,
1: no. It you saw just, them in the calf and that was really about it. It was, like, it. the
0: terrible photos that they were posting or they were being tagged in. Like, you yeah. weren't seeing, like, their fucking skincare routine. You weren't seeing, like, the Correct. inside of their cool apartment, mm-hmm. like... None of that.
1: No, we were dorm living. And it wasn't necessarily just about, you know, the crazy moments that got posted on there at the end of the night or the next day. It was every friend I built in college that I'm still tremendous friends with today was because we connected in person in the dorms
0: yeah.
1: at the cafeteria right. there was I mean we had texting obviously I mean I'm acting yeah. like this is the, like my dad 40 a years ago yeah. <laughs> oh my god we need to move on <laughs> but from the pioneer woman
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a good time though. Yeah. early 2010s um, okay so I'm super excited to chat with you Thanks. because like I said before we started recording we get to just have some girly time mm-hmm. chit chat We're both you know maybe not feeling our best we had a fun weekend we can mm-hmm. maybe get into that um but i feel like we're running in the same circles mm-hmm. and it's so fun to see you out like whenever i do and like say hi and get like a, a quick little a quick little connect
1: yeah
0: i was thinking like the first time i met you was with nat jones at washington park yeah i think that I don't know if I had shared that with both of you. I think I had done shrooms that earlier that day and I was like walking around. Did I share that piece? of? I the- didn't think I had. I, I did not know about the, sil- the mushrooms. So so now I'm telling you when I met you. Oh I was my God. <laughs> i just taken a little bit and like gone for a walk on a Sunday. It was oh, like whatever. Summer day. But I remember when I met you then I was like, oh, she's so fun. Like she's so cool. Eats. And then you had like the best moment you had that fan moment oh
1: no it was so sweet it was so sweet and don't but like didn't you feel very cool I did and that what a way to meet me because that has not happened since that moment <laughs> I mean it's just like what are you talking about <laughs> I had this lovely Asian family two kids and a mom and she was one of those moms that did a full face of sunscreen Oh absolutely. And it was the husband, I believe, that came up and said, Tiff, are you Tiff of Tiff in the Morning or something? And I said, I am. Like happy Sunday. We're in Washington Park. It's probably three (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon. Are you starting to like be on the radio when you talk to I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so nice to meet you. Thanks for putting the face with them." Because the reason why I was in in such shock is because it takes so much for someone to, one, say hi. And number two, to put all those pieces together. I hear her in the morning. Maybe I follow her on social media. Maybe I don't. And then maybe that is her in public. Like, to have all those stars aligned doesn't happen very often. And people have so many things going on in their life. So when they connect all three of those, you're like, whoa. This, this is, is a moment. This is a moment. Yeah. Do you find you.
0: that you don't get recognized that often just because of the nature of being on the radio where people aren't looking, have like a video mm. stream of you?
1: Yes and no. I don't think it's necessarily because I'm, video, uh, I'm radio. It's yeah. because I'm, I'm newer to the market. Oh. I've only been here for about four years and the first yeah. small chunk of that time I was only a part of a syndicated morning show it wasn't mine okay so now that's why if anyone hasn't seen it yet and I'm sure maybe, maybe we'll get to this point but I, that's why I started a piece of my social media like do you know who she is do you know who Tiff in the morning is oh my god it's so funny do I was just like- watching those videos today <laughs> yeah. thank you when so you're like asked so many people like you just
0: go up and ask do you know mm-hmm. who Tiff in the morning is and mm-hmm. they're like no, I don't.
1: Like, yeah. And some people do, of course, but when you hear that, you're like, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That's why I started it. Yeah. It's like, do you know her? Do you listen? Okay, here's why. And it's all lighthearted if you haven't seen the videos that I hope that at one point you get some joy out of them yeah. because they are really all authentic. And I started, I have that skill set because in the very beginning of radio, I would go and do that with other things, not necessarily my show, but yeah. do you listen to this radio station? Why? And so approaching people in an organic setting is very natural for me. And so I hope I. I Get the best response from them.
0: Okay, we'll have. I want to definitely want to talk about that, but mm-hmm. let's um, back up a little bit and talk about like how did you get into it? Like, where are you yeah. from? where did you go to? We you know you went to school in Boston. Mm-hmm. how did you get into this career, like up to the point where you are now?
1: The spiel. I started in college, my senior year internship. I graduated from a, a university called LaSalle. LaSalle, not LaSalle, not to be confused. It's in Newton, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, which is uh, funny enough, where Jim Cook, the um founder of Sam Adams beer oh. also is near that neighborhood as well okay but- um, I graduated and started at the radio station it's called Kiss 108 it's in okay. Boston it is the heritage are you from radio- Boston? Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. born I'm from central Massachusetts okay I identify as a Bostonian I'm originally from a town called Leicester
0: okay spelled
1: L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R
0: okay it's central
1: mass and I started going to school and I stayed there for a good I, I, I mean I was in Boston from 2008 to 2019 uh-huh. so okay. for a long time yeah um, and then you give Boston energy. To I me. do. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. You, do. you, Thank do. you, you. give Thank Boston. You. Mm, so I started as an intern and then I it, I'm one of those people that if I if I get like an inch from you I'll take a mile and hopefully we become great friends. <laughs> yeah. So I just kept showing up. After internship, I was the street teamer. Then I was the director of First Impressions. And in that role, I met you know all the people that come into our radio station, which in Boston are a lot. A lot of artists, yeah. a lot of record labels, uh, a lot of clients, a lot of guests for the shows. And from there, I learned how to work in the music department. And I worked very closely with our program director and got familiar there. And then I was kind of like, okay, what else can I get into? And they said, well, the only place you can go is on the air. And at that point in 2013 and 14, I said, no way. Like, absolutely no way. There's no way you, that, that I would. That was not on your radar. Not like, on my not radar. think about you wanted to be an on-air radio personality. No. Mm-hmm. no, 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 no. And then my boss was like, listen, if you're familiar with Toria from uh, this city, she did traffic. Uh-huh. He said, I want you to do it. I mean, that's just an example. So that are, you know, yeah. you know, but I did that very same thing for afternoons in Boston okay. and afternoon traffic in Boston is a nightmare.
0: Like I can't even imagine what yes. that like work day looks like. And like, how do you, do they train you like how to talk about the traffic? No. No
1: no that's the thing about I mean all industries and radio and entertainment especially now there's no like training there's no. You either got it or you don't got it. You either got it or you don't or you're willing to commit 10,000 hours to learn it and I was a little bit of all three. Okay. So I did traffic and then from there I started contributing to the overnight show or the night show and then I said all right well if I'm gonna be you know continue to do this I need to have my own show and my boss said well Overnights is empty. You What's can have overnights? It 12 a.m. to 5. 12 midnight to 5 a.m. rather. Oh yeah! Wow. So then my schedule was just all encompassing. But I mean, I'm in my mid to late 20s at this point, so, so fine. I'm fine. So I would go in and do um, traffic in the afternoons, and then I'd go in and do overnights for Kiss 108 at midnight, and I do all the big song releases. All the artists would drop songs at midnight, and oh, that's I'd fun. play those. That's and I yeah, it was it was really cool. I mean, in Boston, every single artist from every single. Uh, tour rolls through Boston. They don't necessarily do that here. Yeah. But I was going to all these shows and just working with record labels. And so all of Did that. you get to
0: meet cool people? Who's the coolest person you ever met?
1: Um,
0: In your mind. Like for you that you think.
1: From my Boston era? Yeah. I had this one moment when I was a receptionist that always sticks out to me. The director First Impressions was they brought Paula Abdul in. Oh. To at the time yeah. interview with Maddie in the morning. And when she came in, I was like, oh. Oh my god you know hey and then when she Paula. went <laughs> when she went back and join the show i was like i could really go for some straight up nighttime. Oh yeah, so yeah, i put yeah. the song on oh, and god. she comes back out to go to the bathroom and here i am vibing and she starts dancing with me, and it was just like a moment. So wow. That was really cool. That's fun. That's special. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I made it to a music summit. For I work for iHeartMedia, by the way, if anyone's not familiar. Yep. Um, there was a big music summit. I said to my boss, you know, I really want to go. And from there, I, I went to New York. I paid my way to go. Mm-hmm. And I sat. And the music summit is where they, all the labels will showcase all of the artists that they have upcoming for the year. These are the songs we think that are going to be big. And so from there, I just, you know, like I said, give me an inch, I take a mile, I met everyone in the room, came back six months later, and they said, we want to fly you out to Cincinnati and audition. At the time, it was for a different role. It fell through. They kind of ghosted me in the middle of figuring out my contract. This was the fall of 2018. Uh Then they circled back, uh, as we all do in the new year of 2019. They said- (laughs) Everyone's circling back. Circle back so hard. Uh, they said we actually have this different position. We think you'd be a good fit. It and fit in, and it it felt right right away. Yeah, um, and that was to contribute to the Brook at the time, Brook and Jubal Morning Show. Uh, they were a syndicated program, and they said, we need someone local because Cincinnati Rider dies for local. Yeah. So I went through that experience. I moved here. I picked up everything. I don't know. I didn't know a single person when I left. At the time, I was in a long-distance relationship. Well, I was in a, a, a very strong, loving relationship, he said, and we said, let's go give it a shot. So I went out here, um, and that can be a different story. But uh-huh. to wrap up the career portion... When the pandemic started, that syndicated show just did not do well. Mm. And at the time, so our when you say syndicated show, mm-hmm. what do you mean? So that that's not here. They were not here. It's a show that is owned by our company that uh-huh. gets syndicated on several markets. Yes. Okay. And at that time, that show was out of Seattle. Okay. And they had a real lot of great content that people love, like yeah. Second Date or Ditch and things yeah. of that nature, uh-huh. and. And the the company said, uh, I could imagine the conversation was, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to bring on our third or fourth syndicated show in the Cincinnati area, or are we going to give this girl Tiffany a shot and see if she, you know, what she can do? And do think, so at that point, it's when the show started. So,
0: do you think that Cincinnati is somewhat unique in the market that they want to have people
1: like living here and talking about Cincinnati things? This city specifically, yes. And it t- it took um, it took I think our company the outsiders in our company to like really grasp that the local element, which Mm. I do believe, but to an extent is such an important part. And it is, it it is, is. it is.
0: Do you have any theories as to why
1: why it's so important? Yeah.
0: I'm kind of a, I mean, I've been living here now for 11 years, Mm -hmm. but I'm not from Cincinnati. I'm Mm. not like a Cincinnatian, So I've always loved to kind of observe Cincinnati from the outside and just like take, take it all in all the players all the like tropes all the like cincinnati lore you know i'm just like a i'm very much like a fan of cincinnati culture let's say that greed so i'm interested to hear someone like you coming from outside to take a look and be like what is it about this city that they're just like can't have a syndicated show
1: hmm i think It's because the city sucks you in, Mm -hmm. and so then you want to make it yours, and then you want to share it with people that you know and that you love, and for me, those people were in Boston. So the reason why I'm here is because I fell in love with the city and what it has to offer as far as energy, but yeah. it's a great cost of living. Yeah. The weather is beautiful and there's, it's easy to live here. But as far as, here. as why it, it's become, I don't know. I, I I a piece of me thinks that it's true, but then a piece of me also thinks that it's like, can be a little bit of our media culture mm. that makes it very uh-huh. you, trope. Is that the word you yeah, use? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or is it kind of like a boys club kind of situation? Like you got to like know someone to know someone
1: no, I just no? I think that the the media tends to like really hype some of the local, so then the people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Where. Got it, got it. I, I try to find. I would try to walk the line so that I'm involved, but it's through it's through an organic lens yeah. rather than click. If sometimes it feels very clickbaity. Oh, okay, I can see what you mean. Mm-hmm. So, how would you like talk about your show? Like
0: describe your show for no one that's ever listened. Yeah. What are they going to get when they tune in?
1: Started with that, so it's definitely a hybrid morning show as far as conversation and music goes. Okay, but the content that is served to you are things that you need to know uh-huh. and things that you want to know. And okay. I often bring up. And plus, um, hopefully some humor, fun, and the music that you need to get your day started. It's yeah. kind of like a combination of those things. You are like the coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'd you like are to, the jet thank fuel in the morning. Thank yeah. you. So need to know, of course, what what's happening in my neighborhood, right? Because that, uh, just quickly, when it comes to like consumption for radio... On the left-hand side, you have people streaming their po- their favorites, songs, yeah. their, their yeah. own playlists. Yep. And on the right-hand side, you have someone that's streaming a podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. well, the podcast comes out once a week, yep. and you get bored of your streaming playlist. What yep. do I do? I drive it right up the middle. I love that. Mm-hmm. So it's conversation that you can get involved in and conversation you need to know and conversation you might want to know so i like to think of it as you know here's the, here's the audio that joe Burrow said at the press conference you need to know that we need to the know. Re- the roebling bridge is closed because of a bomb threat you need to, you know, need to that. know that but here's something from my show that you can take away so that if maybe you are sitting in a conference room or on a Zoom call early or you're on a first date and you don't know what to talk about, you could be like, oh, my God, I remember that Tiff said something along these lines and I now have a, a pivot point of conversation with somebody. Oh, I like that. So then there's that, like that. There's the music and some entertainment and you had said it perfectly. And I like to bring people's group texts to life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and share um, can. Let's talk. But are you in any group chats right now? There's always the, it was the pizza gang chat. Now pizza it's the gang. pretzel gang chat. Okay, It's changed names depending on which group trip sure. we've done.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh And those are my girlfriends from college. Oh yeah. And so that one's alive and well. There are seven of us in it. Yes, there are side texts with every single one. There's yeah. different groups within the groups. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, those are the girls that I... And that, uh, there's also a DM of that. And at what point there was a WhatsApp because oh, one of wow. them moved to Europe. Okay. So we've we've really grown through it all. How active is the group chat? Like, are you guys like popping off every day? All is, day, every
0: day. All day, every day. On both running, platforms. Running stream.
1: Running stream. I have to delete it every once in a while because it takes up so much storage on my phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not that far. I have
0: a girlies group chat. I think there's probably like 12 of us in there. Ooh, that's a lot to manage. It's a lot, but it's it's... There's definitely like the A players that mm-hmm. are coming and like serving and mm-hmm. then there are the lurkers if you will right. and 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 they're there to get the information but they're not maybe necessarily contributing sure. as much so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel I mean sometimes it does feel like you I'm on a work call and I come back an hour later and there's like 42 new messages and you're like I can't can I get a summary <laughs> can someone send me the clip like what did send I miss send me the big voice I'm a big voice no girl. too what did I miss in the last hour mm-hmm. um, but it's great ours was kind of ebb and flow too like It'll, like, be popping for a period of time, but then we might go a couple of days
1: where... It's silent? We don't have anything, yet. No, we have to call 911 if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is everyone okay? And there, I mean, we have a West Coast galley. I'm in Cincy. One was in Germany. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. Different time zones. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's fun. That's good. Um,
0: So, it's by yourself. Like, how do you... Did you have, ever show. have a show? Yeah, the show's by yourself. Did you ever have a show where you had a co-host? I'm interested to mm-hmm. hear about, like... It's just you. Like, if yeah. anyone fucks up, it's just you. It's just <laughs> me.
1: I am, and I don't want to say Cincinnati's only because we have some other tremendous, um, radio f- female radio hosts. But I am iHeartMedia's only female-led morning show. Amazing, and that's a big honor, a big badge yeah. of honor here in the city that I am. Um, I'm so so proud to have. But no, I've I've contributed to other shows yeah. as a co-host. But I am solo here, and it's just me. And I learned that skill set, actually. It's funny the way the universe lays things up to you. I've always done Top 40 Radio, which is at the baseline, you're talking for 10 to 15 seconds up the intro of songs. Yeah, Uh, I moved here, I started contributing to WLW, 700 WLW, which is our sister station, a part of the same company. During the pandemic, I was producing and I learned what it was like to do talk radio, which is no songs, no songs, no stops, long form. Yeah, And so I contributed there for enough time to learn like the best of the best from there, the best of the best from Kiss 108 and they married together on Tiff in the Morning.
0: So how long, like, what's, like, the stretch of time you'll go mm-hmm.
1: with talking before you play a song? It's a balance because yeah. I know, I try to think. Because you decide. I decide. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I decide. And, you know, I think my company, the more they pay attention, or my program director, that's the person that runs the radio station, yeah. will say, eh, you could have done without. I air check myself. That's, you know, when you listen back to yourself. Yeah. Um, I try to think of you, like, the listener. Okay, yeah. this person, uh, it's, I don't know, 7'10". Yep. I know I probably only have 5 to 20 minutes with them. 20 minutes being the max. Mostly it's like eight minutes. Oh, so yeah. what does she want? Does she want like the quick things that she needs to know? A quick co- phone call that she can contribute to? Or does she want music? Mm. So it depends on what the topic is and how many elements I can bring into it. I use a lot of video clips, a lot of audio. I'll get a caller. We have this feature called the talk back feature, which is where you're listening on the iHeartRadio app. You'll see the microphone next to the play button and you can leave little voice notes. Wow. So it really depends on how encompassing I can make the conversation but you know I try not to drown it out for too long more than a couple minutes two or three
0: yeah wow okay so this is like this is like radio of the future the interactive part
1: Yes, yes, That yes, seems
0: yes. to be unique to
1: your show. It is very. Can like, engage in the conversation. It's not one-sided. Very in real time. It has. To, I have to do that because you'll, I, I only have you as my listener, as the co-host. That's what I say. Yeah. There's, like, three mics in my studio, but I use one, and you have to use the other two. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I love that. That's really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about music then. We're yeah. talking about chit-chatting. Let's talk about music. What yeah. are you loving these days? What what do you like
1: listening to? And is it different than what you play? Mm. So we just recently changed our music recipe on KISS 1071. We're at Lean's. Yes. We are still considered THR. Uh, which is contemporary hit radio, top 40. It's on the charts. yeah. Uh, But we lean very gold, what we call in the industry, which is Ashanti, Ja Rule, What's Love, 50 Cent uh, Candy Shop, Lollipop, like all of those bangers that we grew up with in college. Yes. So those are really fun. And if I'm out and about, like, you can never go wrong with that. Yeah. I am... So I do movie Sunday every week where I go to the movies. I try to go every Sunday to see something different. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's archaic of you. Yeah, I know. I love it. It started, I mean, just very, very briefly when I went through a big life change a year ago, I just was like, I need something that fills up my brain space on Sundays. Yeah. So I would go sit in the theater. Yeah. But if I go see a movie that's got a dope soundtrack, I'll listen to the soundtrack. Oh. Um, Uh Uh-huh. But I have a feature on uh, the app that I stream with, which is YouTube Music. And so it kind of collects everything. But uh, as of late, I'm waiting for the Drake album to come out. He's duped me so many fucking times. I'm over his ass. I
0: am not over his ass. I will never be (laughs) over his ass. I will listen as soon as it drops. I will have it on Uh nonstop.
1: Uh I love Drake. I'll always consume the new music for the show purpose. Uh I like my familiar songs (laughs) that I kind of come across. Uh, one of my favorite genres to just listen to is Latin. I mean, uh, we need a bigger Latin culture in Cincinnati for music wise. Hell but yeah. Latin and hip hop are the ones that I lean to when I'm searching for my own.
0: Yeah. Um, so are you listening to Olivia Rodrigo? No. With everyone else in the world? No. Mm-hmm. You said that very defiantly. Mm-hmm. Is there something behind
1: the no? No, <laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing. Yeah, no. She's, uh, she is, she's. A great songwriter and has put out some really great music. Is I didn't she? get a chance yet. I think she writes a lot of her own music. Does she? Mm-hmm.
0: I I, mm-hmm. I truly don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm a new. I just started listening to her album when she put out the new album, Guts. Mm-hmm. I was not an Olivia Rodrigo fan before because I'm 35, mm-hmm. and <laughs> um. But everyone was talking about like this, wh- whatever the marketing is happening for these like certain people's albums, like Zach Bryan is an example. I never listened to Zach Bryan. I had no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. I just saw like so many people posting about the album, and I was like, "Well, I kind of feel like I'm fucking missing out on this <laughs> yeah. if I don't listen." Listen, I'm like obsessed. Like, I love him so much. Do you? That's the yes. same with Noah Kahn right now. Yes, that's mm-hmm. another one. He's in that same country's like having a weird moment. It is every country is like mm-hmm. popping off.
1: And it has been the last couple of years. Has
0: it? Okay, you know more than I
1: do. As far as radio culture goes, there have been a lot of country stations that have turned pop country Uh in the last like five, six years or so.
0: There's something going on in in the ethos of like, we're really feeling this like down home country, simple, slow Mm -hmm. kind of living.
1: And it works well here in the yeah Midwest yes. where the coastal cities have a harder time jumping onto country, but yeah. even then, but I, I still do see feel it. like right now yeah. it's, it's having like, a moment it's having a moment it, Latin music's also having a moment, yeah Taylor Swift's funny. having the biggest moment Taylor
0: <laughs> no one can come close yeah. to Taylor Swift's moment oh, and
1: God. that's
0: I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I really can't say I'm a Swifty because I don't know anything
1: about like the. Oh, so you're not going to the seventh layer of hell of TikTok to figure out who she's dating no, and no, what no. she said, no, no, no. what Easter egg dropped where? You know no, where that, is, that is not me. No. I enjoy the music. You have good... Yeah, you like the music <laughs> and you probably has a mutual respect as a woman. You know, the economy was driven hell this year by yeah. Taylor Swift and Barbie. Yeah. Beyonce too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I did not see the Renaissance tour this season. I didn't
0: either. Brummed. Not just because I... You know, going to concerts these days is a huge luxury and costs as much as a... 100%. European vacation. Yeah. And that's
1: something I also forget to... For real, (laughs) though. I forgot to mention on our show, I try to get you as many tickets as I can to some of those things. Yeah, I'm giving away Olivia Rodrigo tickets as we speak.
0: When is her tour coming?
1: One full year from now. One calendar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we're giving away tickets now. To Rup Arena. Um, Yeah. What I was saying about her, I just started listening and... It's like on my, it's like what, it's just in my rotation right now sure. and I enjoy it. The more I listen to it, the more I'm enjoying it. But to be honest, like I don't see what like the big fuss is about. Like I'm listening. I like it, but it's not like mind blowing. Like if you listen to a Taylor Swift song after hers, you're like, uh, no, not even close. But you mean in comparison? In comparison. Like not that I'm putting yeah. pitting women against each other, but just from like an artistic viewpoint of this. You said it perfectly. <laughs> You said it perfectly.
1: There it is. Um, how do you feel about in sync
0: coming I, back together? I've been spiraling. I've been
1: <laughs> spiraling, des- like hard. Like it's my Tom Sandoval's. What I say on my show every day. And really? I never, I never got into the Tom Sandoval you did thing. Not get into. Don't Sandoval. know one single thing. Oh, but I that was deep. Yeah, tiff. that's I was what in sync is to me right now. I am
0: figuring it out. So, like, what's, figuring the, what's out. the tea? What's going on? I didn't even know it was, like, something you could get deep on.
1: I just was started with the VMAs reunion, and then being on stage, and Taylor Swift, speaking of, was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, when I'm saying, I mean... Uh. And I'm like, well, you are doing something. They came together for the Trolls soundtrack. And I'm like, really? We're making soundtrack? Trolls 3 is coming out in November. Oh,
0: are we doing We're that? really
1: making this big of a deal off the Trolls 3 soundtrack. It has to be something bigger. And they keep being like, it's nothing. TMZ caught them at LAX like a day ago. And I don't know. I thought they were really, really like, I, here's what I, I really thought. They were going to be my audible for the Super Bowl halftime show. That's what I thought. I said, "Here's my rankings. With this, should be on DraftKings. You heard it on Tiff in the morning. I think it's either going to be Harry Styles, okay, a country artist like a Morgan Wallen, uh-huh. or they're going to do Hip Hop's fiftieth. And my Audible was, well, they might bring In together and then start a whole reunion tour. Then they did the VMAs, and then uh, there was something there that started leaning towards a Vegas residency. And then they came out, and someone close to the source said that they were doing nothing." Um, we now it, we're though. leaning towards potentially Justin Timberlake having his own tour. okay, that which, would be the worst literally outcome. the worst one. The don't care. <laughs> Man, uh, his Man in the Woods tour, incredible. Like, I've seen Justin as close as we are together. Wow. And it's great, but I don't give a fuck anymore. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. He did not stay
0: relevant, but we would like a reboot. <laughs>
1: yes. That's Everyone's doing like. it, so come on, guys. Yeah. So
0: that was that, but... Were you an NSYNC girly back in the day? Like, if you had to pick mm-hmm. between BSB and
1: InSync, I was low-key, like, really into my mom's disco CDs. Oh. So it took me, like, coming into my millennial college era to really get into the boy bands after they had already kind of fizzled out. okay. Yeah.
0: I was, you know, I loved Hanson to start. Like, that wow. was my first love. That was my first concert. Yeah. I had the posters up. Then when it was like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, I really... I really was not strongly in one camp and I know that girlies listening were like die, you know. You
1: had the po- did you have house- posters?
0: I had posters. I had both. I had both of the bands. Like it wasn't it was not a house divided kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember probably in like 3rd or 4th grade whenever we were listening to them that my one friend loved the Backstreet Boys like absolutely would like cry mm-hmm. if someone mm-hmm. said that They liked NSYNC better. Oh, no. And I almost just was like, well, I'm just going to like NSYNC more then. A
1: divided friend group.
0: Like, I just, like, we need to, like, jazz this up a little bit, Emily. So (laughs) How's Emily today? I could not tell you. What's Emily's wellness update? I I could not (laughs) tell you about Emily. I truly could not. Um, But, yeah, so I, I was not, like, either or. I liked them both. But as I was older, I think InSync got a little cooler with the little, the, the puppet the puppet. Um Yes.
1: And they won Best Pop video. video for that 20 years yeah. prior. Yeah. And that's why they were presenting it to Taylor Swift at the BMAs. Got it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Moonman. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Let's talk
0: about the Make a Date or Break. Sure. Back to the show. Yeah. Yes. What is... Like, give us the... Sure. How did you come up with it or why did you come up with it? You mentioned you went through a
1: hard life change? Did that have anything to do with it? Yeah. Make a date or break is when you come to me with that one thing that's bothering you in your relationship, whether you are newly dating, you just moved in together, or you're 25 years down the line and you're married, Uh every every relationship has that one thing that's really bothering them. And instead of ghosting the situation or burying it, we talk about it. And I have a, I call her Dr. Love. Her name is actually uh, Lori Sharp. And she's a. She's been on the podcast. Stop! Yeah. Oh my god! Did I just give her away? I'm shouldn't even know if I should have, but.
0: Here no. she is. She's yeah.
1: incredible. She wrote a book called Conscious Coping.
0: Yeah, that I'm in the middle of reading. She came on and talked about this book a couple years ago
1: now. Like right, right stop. When, yes, I. She so, was guys, so you heard wonderful. it here on What the Fit. Yeah. Um, Lori Sharp is the Dr. Love on my show. Yeah. Wow. And she What the Fit exclusive that is a that was literally a I've exclusive. never I've never <laughs> shared that with anyone. No one's ever asked, yeah. but. <laughs> So she keeps us from spiraling, and she'll yeah. come on, and you say, hey, this is the... Uh, and we do it in two ways. One, you come to me, and, you know, you can tell me the story. We can talk about it like you and I are. Yep. And then Dr. Love will come on, and she'll say, hey, this is how I would approach it. Wow. This is what I'm thinking. So helpful. And I ask her at the end, you know, should she should subject A make a date or a break? Should they make their next date, or should they break it off with this person? Um. And then she'll make her recommendation and then, you know, we talk about it and there's that. Or if you're like, I just need to ask one simple question, like, I'm trying to think of what we do this on Tuesdays, by the way. Okay. Um, good to know. Tuesdays, usually in the eight o'clock hour um, at 820. Yeah. I forget what our last question was, but it was just simple. Like uh, I've lost intimacy in the bedroom or it was something along the lines of porn. Yeah. My, um, my partner is watching porn and doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. Oh, yeah. What that's, do I do? That's a very common problem. Sure. So, I mean, Dr. Love answers it, and then you can submit as many questions as you want. So it's kind of – it can go in two ways, it's whatever like you're amazing. more comfortable with. Like a relationship expert advice – a therapist. I mean, she's a therapist. Mm-hmm. It, so it's where da- – and this is the way I was explaining it to my executives. The, it's where dating culture is right now meets what's big and our culture, which is therapy, dating and therapy are two different conversations happening simultaneously. Let's bring them together. But they should be together Mm -hmm.
0: because Mm -hmm. when we think about getting with a, a partner and finding a partner, like so much of that
1: journey Mm -hmm. is
0: like really reflects back on yourself.
1: A hundred percent. And this, so that that's the baseline of it. And you can DM me your questions. There's a link on our website. You can stay anonymous or you can say, Hey, like I'm, you know, I, I want to, if you want to use your voice or you don't, I try to make it as comfortable as possible. But the ultimate goal is, all right, you're going to decide if you're going to make a date with this person, or are you going to break it off? And the reason why that was so important to me mm-hmm. is because when I went through my breakup, um, if you've listened to the show, his name was the finance guy and the finance guy. Yeah. The finance guy and I were really, I, I mean, used we used to date the finance guy too.
0: You get it.
1: Was married too. Ah, so you have your own finance guy. Oh yeah, I do. And I just, I loved everything about us and him and I could could go on forever about yeah. how how much that relationship meant to me, and it was yeah. eight years, yeah. three same. of it in distance. That wow, so we have so much in common. <laughs> so much, are we, t- are we yeah. the same person? No, yeah, are we the same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite wine? Yeah. Uh, probably a rose. I don't okay. know. Well, I bought you a bottle, so yes, that you works. Did. I guessed on that, um, but it ended. In a way that I just it devastated me. Oh. It was like a ghosting situation. No, absolutely not. Yeah, um, and and I've come to realize in growth that that was what he was capable in the time. And you know we don't ha- we can spend time on that in a different story. But what I realized about hearing a, a dating culture so much from my inner circle, outer circle, my listeners is that it's it used to be fucking funny to ghost someone. You used to be able to tell, like real, even on radio stations that you are probably very familiar with and comfortable with. There's these um, ghosting was funny. Ghosting's funny, right? Come tell me about how you ghosted somebody in your first story, right? And I'm like that's not fucking funny anymore Mm-mm. it's not it actually it, it hurts yeah, and we used so to laugh damaging. about it and and there are times that we still probably LOL and giggle about it you know fine that's fine yeah but ghosting culture is just it it's not funny and it, it hurt me kind of badly and and I started seeing it with some of my listeners where they were getting so frustrated with it and I said well I'm not celebrating the ghosting culture anymore yeah and that's where make a date was birthed and yeah that's what I started with is where it's grown into
0: yeah no ghosting let's that that's just
1: cowardly to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's selfish and it's cowardly. Mm -hmm. But it was so accepted into the norm. And I said, wait a minute, no one wins here. Right. No one wins. So face your demons. If you're uncomfortable, if you're dating somebody and this is it, well, you have to decide, are you going to make your next date with them or are you going to break it off? Yeah. And tell them why you're going to break it off. Yeah.
0: I hope that there's been enough talk about ghosting in our public forum space Mm. that, it can like stop happening because I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not really close to anyone that's like full in like full the dating scene. So like, I don't know how often it's happening, but if mm-hmm. do you, is it like still people are still calling in about it? Like go through sure. meaning, meaning, okay, we have like several dates. Mm-hmm. You, we've been intimate. Mm-hmm. We've expressed feelings about each other. Mm-hmm. And then you just, Leave. what like block like just like
1: that's it you just don't answer you just
0: don't answer
1: or maybe you you've used me like for an example you've used me to get over your ex in the moment but then you went back to them like things like that you know you get stories all the time or yeah that person was actually with a whole ass family and kids and <laughs> oh my god but yeah ghosting um and some of it, you know, after a first date, we've learned like how much do you really owe that person? Yeah, and, and it, it it's a conversation that we're open to on the show. Yeah, if, if you've gone out on three dates, okay, well maybe you quote owe yourself or them a little bit more, or mm-hmm. maybe if it's just one casual meetup, you don't owe them anything. Yeah, uh, and that's up to you to decide. But yeah. I think- I'm just trying to make it. I have always said, I'm just trying to. When I get into the dating scene, I just want to know I've done my part to make it better.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I think that if we're just like thinking about those things, I think that even after one date, like clear communication is just always the best way to go for yeah. yourself, for someone else. Like you get to like stay authentic to you. Mm-hmm. They get to like know what's going on. Like simply just to be like, I had a great time. I'm not feeling a romantic connection with you. I wish you all the best.
1: Sure. To Simple. me, that feels... I would
0: something I identify with, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I would appreciate that so much if I was on the receiving end of it, sure. Because then you're just like
1: wondering, what, like, what happened? I mean, I don't know. Just and you've probably had your moments of you know connection with someone, and you think it's going one way, and maybe it doesn't. And having that communication and is it only benefits? It benefits both parties. Yeah. So it's something I try to promote on the show, at least get out of the go and. Hey, if and there was always an underlying, I think, tone in my relationship too that there was something there that I knew I was burying and burying and mm. and, and, and how you weren't d- being honest with yourself about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that to us, you know, at the time was we, you know, what's the next phase? And I was yeah. always afraid to ask because mm. I probably knew what the answer was yeah. for, the, for the both of us. And so that's why it's like, hey, if you're in a relationship for 25 years, instead of just burying that, let's try to bring it to the surface to heal it and to heal yourself. Yeah, totally. Work on your shit. Are you dating right now? Are you in the dating scene? Are you doing your own make a date or break? Oh my God, Chrissy. I have lived in this city. Isn't this crazy? I've lived in this city for four and a half years. Yeah. I have not fucked anyone, kissed anyone, or dated anyone. No. that's Not inc- once. No. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. No man's mouth has been on my pussy or in my mouth. In four years i been in, in Cincinnati. In, in the entire time I've lived in Cincinnati. This is giving
0: our city a really, really bad name. Because <laughs> I want Cincinnati to be known as a
1: pleasurable... <laughs> City full of hot single people that Here's are ready why, to mingle. I'm, Fun. Gonna use, I'm gonna use that in my party trick. No, I w- it was in the distance relationship for like the three years I lived here. Okay, yeah, and then, so really you've
0: only been single for a year here.
1: A little bit more, actually, a year and a half. almost. Okay, a year and a half. Okay. Um, and it, there was so much healing to do. Yeah, for the first chunk of it, that it was like I couldn't even consider that. I, I am now just coming around. And I went open. on one date with one guy and I was like, We are ready to move in. No, you did not Oh <laughs> and my I'm god, like, yeah. Bitch, you are not you need to you are not ready. <laughs> you are you like, clearly needs to back help. in the hole. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> like, cool, 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 cool. Luckily he's like somewhat of a friend of mine. I don't know, he's kind of an alien. I don't even know if he's human or not. Yeah. Um, but no, I have not. I haven't had that moment with someone, and and I, I used to be like so embarrassed and upset by it, and like, well, I know my ex is doing this. Why am I not doing it? Yeah. And then it's probably the same yeah. for anyone. Maybe in your inner circle of like, where do I find it? I where don't, do I, we find it? Yeah, I, I don't really identify with apps, so I've never once made a profile. Okay, so let's just take apps
0: off the table. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead. And I know that they've worked for people and sure. I'm sure they can be a really, really helpful tool, but it feels a little too, I don't know. It just feels like a little too Gen Z for me. And it's like, I want to like reclaim mm-hmm. my millennial power. I love that energy. And like, let's like
1: meet someone at a bar. Maybe you feel, and I eventually want to take, make a date or break to dating um, events. Oh yes. Um, Maybe you feel the same way where. I have never looked at a photo of someone and connected with them off of it.
0: You I, know, let me think about that because I think you could be correct. Mm-hmm. And that's what People it is. People are for me. hotter in person. You need to like feel their energy and like see their hotness. Correct. You can like see a picture of a hot person in a moment, I guess. But like now that I'm thinking about like my like young like, hot thirst traps that I follow on the internet. Mm -hmm. I I knew them from, like, Love Island before. Mm -hmm. So, like, I already... Mm -hmm. Even though, yes, on a screen, not in real life. But, you know, you can... That's all we have right now. That's all I can get (laughs) from the interaction with Harrison Luna. So, I wouldn't just, like, be on Instagram and scroll past his picture and be like, oh yeah, so hot, gotta Swipe. follow. Swipe, yeah. you know, it's like, not me. No. It's not.
1: So I've accepted that it's gonna take me a long time or, you know, it will take my journey of time to find someone, uh, but I met the finance guy in person and and I hope to do the same someday here. So do you think
0: that there are any, like, better bars for singles or better places for singles to go versus others.
1: Well, the ones we joke about on the show are like Home Depot. Um, you should go to Home Depot. Okay. You should also go to a very expensive bar and get a drink by yourself, like a Ruby's. That's where it's um, at. I think. I've yeah. also seen a TikTok where you should go on LinkedIn and see where these people are hanging out. Oh yeah. What? But as far as me and you, just like like lacing up the sneakers or the heels. Yeah, we're hitting the pavement. We're hitting the streets. Hitting the streets. Um. <laughs> You know, Chrissy, I have to be honest, I just, I haven't, uh, I feel like a newborn infant baby. I don't know. I haven't quite found it yet. Okay, so you're
0: you're early on in the early days of the journey. Yeah. How do you feel about, like, a, a Bengals, like, tailgate situation, like, game situation? Do you think that would be a good place? Or are people just, like, not in the mood to be flirting? Like,
1: um, no. I think you can. Yeah. But... It would be a for me. It'd be like a, a one off. I don't know. Are you going to be at Stretch or Eno? I was at both of those places yesterday. And how are the vibes? There? They were twenty five. I <laughs> know that's the yeah. thing. That's I was hanging thing. out with my Gen Z girlfriend, and we were out the other night. And she's on. She is so good at it. She is so. That's because
0: she's how old? She's twenty seven. Exactly.
1: She was, and I just observe. And when it's I was twenty five and single,
0: like. Uh, it was like the, that. Was like what was on your mind? That yeah. was like the driving force of your life. Was like <laughs> find a fucking boyfriend. <laughs> find a
1: fucking boyfriend. She was fascinating. So it's like your full time job. So that now is not our full time job. No, no, but for her though, correct? Yeah, correct, yeah, yeah, correct, correct. correct. Yeah. But she was just really good at. It. it. Was funny. It's funny to observe her. Okay, what, observe where her. was she? Okay, let's use her as an example sure.
0: for us for the single girlies that are listening here yeah. today.
1: Well, she was like. <laughs> You just need to find this, like, anyone that you like and then be super mean to them. (laughs) Like, I can't. But I think she did have a point where she does, and I don't know if it's because of my show and my life are like, they intertwine. Yeah. So I'm always conversational and asking and yeah. giving a lot of myself away and where she is a little bit more mysterious. reserved. Yeah, sure. Mysterious is a the good mirror. way. Yeah. She makes them work for it a little bit more where I yeah. probably give it all away because that's what I do every day on the air.
0: That's a really, that's a really good awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, I, I, I do think it's important to be a little mysterious. In yeah. these situations. Like,
1: take the guy that I went out on one date with. Yeah.
0: How'd you meet him?
1: Um, he's w- I connected with him in person yes. several times at the place that he works at. Okay. And we hit it off. And finally, I was like, well, here's my number. Okay. And it was awesome. I loved it. I left that date feeling like electric. It was the best feeling. And I had had in so many shitty feelings leading up to it.
0: Wow. I, um, yeah, I
1: feel that for you. But for me, I said, okay, well, I connected with this person. So I'm going to follow through and like continue to try to connect with that person. Yeah. You had what? a connection. Yeah. You had a spark.
0: There was something there. Do mm-hmm. you watch Love Island, Tiff? No, I don't. You need to start. I if know. If you want to like completely throw your life away. Is that the one where they're in the bathing suits? That's the one Dude. where they're in the bathing suits. And I was very resistant because like I can't watch a bunch of 20 year olds parade around mm-hmm. in G-strings and like talk about their love languages. Like I can't do that. But then I
1: did. Okay. And has you, have you good. learned anything from this? That would be a okay. value. No. No. I can't get over the necklace microphones that they wear. The necklace microphones. Oh my god!
0: Um, <laughs> this is so funny. I like really as my Halloween costume, like want to be a person on Love Island and have like a, the necklace microphone. Yeah. And have they always have these water bottles? They yep. always carry on these water bottles. The water bottles are always in their mouth. And
1: take like, these and tie <laughs> one around your neck. You'd be good to go. <laughs> Hello. Yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, no. It's just like a funny, silly, ridiculous, insane show that. Okay. Gives you hours of entertainment. I'll add it to the queue. Yeah. Um, okay. You were talking about the last guy or the date Sure. Guy.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I. Oh, the connection. You were following the mm-hmm. connection. Following through and saying, yeah. do you, you know, trying to initiate making plans. And, you know, I learned from that because uh, I had to realize it was a learning. I mean, he was in my experiment, it's right? It was learning. a learning experience. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to switch up my energy for anyone, yeah. most certainly. But I'm definitely going to have my expectations set differently when I start meeting new guys to go out with. Yeah, my expectation was probably what I had of of the finance guy of when he he and I liked each other right away. He was hitting me up, and you know, yeah. so I learned so much from it. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not opposed to dating and learning new things from people. Now it's just uh, the way in which you find it. I have to you know be a little bit more open to getting out of my shell and that's the other thing too about being a solo person not i say solo cuz not everyone is single you know yeah you're solo not single i used to say that you have to constantly put yourself out there and mm-hmm. whatever way that is for you maybe it's making a new girlfriend or mm-hmm. making a new network of co-workers it it does fall on you if you don't do it it won't get done and so you do you know i realized by not going on the app i am going to have to troll Eno and look for somebody to chit chat with and yeah,
0: but what are they all too young
1: they are very young what's your range um Someone that's a good chunk older than I am, probably. Okay, you want older than you. I guess, but then I don't know. Like, Should I just fuck someone that's younger and just have like two that energy? Two different conversations, Tiff. Yeah. If we're
0: talking about fucking and we're talking about dating, two different conversations. Two different ranges, in
1: my right. opinion. It's all so, 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 so new to me. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. It's so weird. Well, I'm excited for this for you. Thank it's you. It's about
0: to be cuffing season as they say so like i
1: wish i could channel alex <laughs> no cooper pressure. energy yeah and try it at like early alex cooper energy and just see what it's like to go out there and have sex with random people have but you I ever just done that in your life uh yeah when i graduated college okay so it's been
0: a long while. yeah long it's time. been a
1: while so it's, i mean i think why not i just again where do you go and find it
0: that is is much easier to find you that, think yeah that is an Igbees, that's an O. Like, like i'm still can, having a
1: hard time there and maybe it's i don't know do you, like are you drunk enough no. <laughs> probably <laughs> not no probably not yeah probably not yeah that, that i also a- started seeing a sex therapist as of recent uh-huh. and, and it's not covered by my company's health insurance which is annoying sex therapy is not covered by health insurance Interesting. anyone's health insurance uh, but she was fucking awesome. Insane. And because I went to her and I was like in tears being like, I'm so afraid I'm going to be bad at this. Oh. I'm so afraid that this is like, I'm not good at this. And that's oh like maybe gosh. a reason why we ended and all, oh, yeah, all these things. So she helped me really but work through you. a lot of stuff.
0: That's really cool.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I was at the point where I had like never used a toy before. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like. I don't know, and so she helped me really work through toys and intimacy and like self pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was always like pretty solid with that, but like never with like a device. Uh huh. And so she and I talked through some of those things and why and why not and what's. I'm very curious, and so the greatest thing about trauma is the healing that comes from it, and you can go so many layers deep into it if you just are open to continue to, continue to explore. So yeah. the finance guy split was the crux, but there are so many layers below that I've gone through. And so she's been really helpful and I like talking to her too. Yeah. But she was also just a tremendous therapist. And right. I learned, you know, for me, connection to gain intimacy. Connection is like, I need to feel safe. Yeah. And connected, and there needs to be, like, a fun energy there. And so even if I was going to just fuck someone randomly at night... Those things have to be there. I have to have the... Oh, it's trust. It was trust, connection, and communication. Yeah. And if I don't have those three things, I'm probably not going to get pleasure out of it. Right. So that's that's what I'm in search of. That's
0: amazing that you identified that as something like hey i need help with this Mm -hmm. i'm going to seek help Mm -hmm. and then like putting this in
1: place all for the betterment of you and you alone like not for anyone else just you my sister had said that when i went through my split she's like you have to figure out how to heal and it has to have nothing to do with threx. nothing to do but her name is emily emily lacy if you want to see the sex therapist emily I think I've heard of her too. Yeah, she's awesome. Somewhere along. She's just a tremendous therapist in general. Yeah. Um, but cool. she taught me so many things about myself and they it was great to talk to her because there was always an underlying level of like sex and intimacy to uh-huh. it. Yeah. Which is great. It's been yeah. helpful.
0: Yeah. I love that. Let's shift gears and talk about fitness, wellness, (gasps) wellness update. What are, what do you love to do to take care of yourself? Oh my God. My morning routine. Favorite thing. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. I love to hear someone's morning routine. Mm -hmm. Like fuck anyone that's like, we don't care about your morning routine. I care. (laughs) I care. Post
1: it for me. I want to know what it is. Yeah. My morning routine is the cornerstone of my day. Oh yeah. Um, my alarm goes off at four. And yeah. I um, do everything in the dark for a long time because I don't like putting lights on. I'm a really? very like lamp gal, okay, yeah, candle yeah. lamp. But yeah. I grab my laptop and I scroll about ten or ten, eight or ten websites and start taking notes for the show. Oh, you got to find out what people need to know. Mm-hmm. That's the need to know portion of the need day, and then I like you start to working immediately, 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 immediately start working. Um, and then. I like to put that away. Um, I call it MJR. I meditate, journal, and read. MJR. MJR. Get your MJR mm-hmm. on. And I put them in different orders depending on what I'm feeling, but I'll read. Meditate,
0: journal, read. Yeah. Okay. What's the meditation look like?
1: Normally for me, it's nature sounds in my ears yeah. and breathing. And i you know. Just s-
0: stillness, being still with yourself. Yeah. yeah.
1: Stillness. Um, I try to visualize. I try to, you know think of nothing it depends on what my vibe is for the morning sure um how long so it depends like sometimes i have to do all three in 45 seconds because i'm late and i need to go yep. or i have 15 minutes for them yep. or some days i'm like really on my beyonce like 24 hours in a day same yes. as beyonce yes and i'm i have 45 minutes for it, it really yes. just depends but yeah. the cornerstone of my day is is my morning routine and that's how i stay quote fit and yeah. so and if and on weekends It gets drawn out, you know? Sometimes I do it without my clothes on, and I light a candle, and... I, you know, uh, spray some room sets. Like it just depends on how much time I have and what I want to dedicate. But it's usually those three things. And the book, I read about four or five books at yeah, a time. Say I was
0: going to say, what's the what's – the, so journal, is it just like freeform thoughts mm-hmm. of, hey, this mm-hmm. is how I'm feeling today. This is what's yeah. going on. Just whatever comes out.
1: Yeah, it, it it shifted. I just finished a journal. And if you're a journal person, you know that that is – I'm a journal person. Oh, my God. It's iconic to finish a journal. It's iconic. That one was a lot of the finance guy and it was me. Like he came up every day. Everywhere, and some of the letters yeah. I was writing to him, and yeah, but now that I've started this new journal, I've gone back to just like recapping the what like the, the goodness I felt or what I did for the weekend or what my goals are for the week and really what I'm gr- grateful for and it's mostly free form writing of what's yeah. on my brain and kind of whatever I'm feeling for the day, and sometimes it's three lines, sometimes it's a page, yeah, um yeah. and then I read at night it's something fun, and in the morning it's usually like something yeah brain empowering
0: newsy yeah, yeah yeah
1: more so like the, the dr laurie sharp i'm reading her book right now
0: yeah yeah that's great um are there any any physical fitness
1: stuff that you're into right now i am a pilates person <gasps> i'm a pilates person yeah person. i in mean, my pilates it. era yes it what is. kind of Pilates do you like i do uh body alive hot oh. mat power all the pilates there um and i've i used to teach fitness when i lived back in boston so i've done run the gamut oh really mm-hmm. what did you teach i taught for a company called core power yoga yes yeah, and yeah, i yeah. taught the yoga sculpt oh wow mm-hmm. Do also- you
0: ever think that you'd want to get back into that again uh it
1: depends yes and no for the right opportunity yeah as they say yeah <laughs> um i also taught it taught at harvard they had a gym like the school gym and i would teach some classes That's there where you
0: needed to meet the boy.
1: <laughs> I was hoping to meet <laughs> Malia Obama because she went there at that time, or could have been That's Sasha. I think it was Malia. Cooler of you to say, yeah, than just meeting a boy <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, but I love. I'm I, I am a swimmer, a walker, and a Pilates person slash running. So it's a combo of those three or four yeah. things. Yeah, a week. I am obsessed with Pilates. I'm like,
0: I've done Pilates for. A long time, but I'll like just come in and out of it, you know, like truly like eras of like, okay, I'm in yeah. it, I'm in it, then I will fall off. I am so in it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in it so much that I'm like, I will never not be in it. That's how it's, in it so I am. Good.
1: it's so good. They say to change your body, the chemical makeup for it is it's either underweight and stress it resists, or it's yeah. time under tension. Yeah. And that's what yeah. Pilates is giving you.
0: Yeah. I'm doing the, have you heard of the X Formers? No. They're like a Pilates reformer on steroids. Basically, it has like a million. D- they they don't amazing. have um, like the tower where you like your feet will go on the strap. That's yep. the carriage moves. Like there's like two platforms on either side instead of just one, so your carriage can move between like two platforms. Where so is this? Move. So there's a new studio that just opened called Totality Sculpt. It's in Oakley. It's right by, you know, where Zephyr Blowout Bar is, like in Oakley Square. It's right across there. They're phenomenal. They have ex-former classes, hot yoga, and the Versa Climber.
1: I don't know what that is, but okay. It's
0: like a climbing, like cardio machine. Yes, they make it a class. Wow, that's a vibe. But um, also the breathing room Mm. has ex-former in there. Amazing. Like that studio is the best energy anywhere i'll have to check it out it's really cool okay yeah yeah yeah
1: i'm a pilates person also a field hockey coach what yeah what school or league Um, or
0: what how does that work
1: it is um ursuline ursuline high school Mm -hmm. oh
0: my god that's so fun tip you played field hockey obviously i
1: did through college
0: Oh, and yeah. I, it, I know the opportunity nothing came. about field hockey. We never had it available to yeah. us. It was never a sport I could play, but I think I would really fucking like it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I swam, mm-hmm. I played uh, volleyball, and I did track. Yeah, was that like was most
1: tr- of our most of my. You're giving like volleyball football. energy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tried to play basketball. I tried to start my seventh grade year, um, but the first game, the first scrimmage, there was this girl with a cast on. And she, like, fucked me up, and I tore ligaments in my ankle, and then I never played basketball again. Oh, no. But I feel like I could have been good at it because I have really long arms.
1: You do have long arms. I have
0: an in insane wingspan. My, I'm 5'8". My wingspan is 6'1".
1: You've m- measured it. Yes, because it's freakish. It is
0: kind of long. Like, it's you're totally. reaching the
1: laptop, and you're sitting so far back from it.
0: You know what like it is? Like, look
1: at my reach compared to
0: yours. No, my arms are probably double the length of yours. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's my forearm. Like now, like anyone that's listening, if you ever see me mm-hmm. again, like take, like check out my forearms. They're like weirdly long.
1: Okay. Well, I guess now I'd I'm rather them. have
0: them be long than short though.
1: It is a part of your character. Yeah. And your nails are long too. So it's giving. Yeah, not anymore. I just it's giving. Care, giving period.
0: I'm into it. They're my arms, you know, <laughs> they help me get things off shelves. <laughs> like,
1: I actually <laughs> wish I had you when I was getting that bottle of rosé off the top shelf of yeah. my apartment. I had to pull out a bar stool and oh, stand yeah. on it. No. It was
0: miserable. Never. Never. I, I, when I'm in like weird situations and I'm reaching for something and I can reach it, I like will be like, thank you. Thank like, you. This is why. This is why. Thank it's here. you. This is why I have it. Thank you. Oh my God. Okay, Tiff, big question.
1: Sure. What does being fit mean to you? It is seasonal, I think. I yep. think it means different things at different times. Um, it used to mean being like r- physically fit yeah. and looking. Yeah. Physically fit? Right. And now I think it ebbs and flows depending on what's happening. So mm-hmm. for me, when um, my life changed happened, and it wasn't just, uh, it was primarily focused on the finance guy when I mentioned my life change. It were th- two other major things yeah. happened right. at that there, same the, time. A lot happened. A lot, a lot happened. Yeah. And so at that time, it was a physical release of being mm-hmm. fit, needed to be fit. Mm-hmm. Now I need to be mentally fit and um, emotionally fit, yeah. not just for my career, but for myself and my friend group. And so, when I when I think of it, when I think of what fit being means, I think it just depends on what season you're in. But the cornerstone of being fit for me will always be my morning routine. Hell yeah, Mm -hmm. I love
0: that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. This has been so much fun.
1: How did your first interview? I know. I was like, did I ramble too much? No, it was
0: perfect. Of
1: course. As somebody that's used to cutting someone off, yeah, 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 because they've gone too far off track.
0: snippet, like short snippets, like keeping things tight. Whenever I have like the radio girlies on here or like the news girlies on here, they're always afraid of the same thing, that they're not keeping it tight. Was I tight? No, it was, I mean, it was great. I thought it was like the appropriate amount of tight, but like, we don't have to be tight here. We can be so loose. Well, thank you for letting
1: me be loose. It's the only place I've been loose, literally. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome back. Any anytime. Thank Where you. can people follow you? Where can people listen? How yeah. do they do all the good stuff? So the best thing about my show uh, that someone could you know potentially ever gift me with is just telling their friends about it yeah. and listening to it because it is Cincinnati's female-led morning show. I mean, it's iHeartMedia's only and a boys club there. So yes. um, And we w- wouldn't be our show without you because I don't have a co-host. Mm-hmm. So Tiff in the Morning, uh, you can listen on Kiss 1071 weekdays starting at 6 a.m., I podcast the entire show every day without commercials or music so if you're like ooh what were the three things I needed to know or what so was make like a date pull out the, I pull it all the out audio cool. yep you can search TIFF T-I-F-F in the morning on the iHeartRadio app um, and while you're there you'll see that talkback microphone where you can leave voice notes and such for me they come right to me I check them every day cool. but outside of that organically on social if you don't want to listen to the show but you're like I'd like to see what this girl looks like <laughs> I am the TIFF Two F's Potter like the wizard on Twitter Instagram and I'm working on being better at TikTok. Who isn't? Ooh, yeah, me, I'm not working on it. <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have it on my, f- I don't, I've never even been on it. Good for you.
0: I know. It's kind of like now my fun fact about me. That and, uh, uh, and arms. Hinge. Yeah, you have oh, a yeah. freakish <laughs> arms. <laughs> not on Hinge. No, not don't on Don't have hinge. a TikTok. Nope. None of the above. Um, listeners, thank you so much for listening. This is Female Led Cincinnati Podcast. So <gasps> also tell your friends about it. Hell yeah. Spread the word if you're loving What the Fit. And thanks so much for listening. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Chrissy Gurley, K-R-I-S-S-Y-G-I-R-L-I-E and at What's Fit Podcast. If you're loving What The Fit, please help spread the word. Send it to a friend, share it to your story. And if you are looking for even more exclusive content, become a Patreon member. You can find it at patreon.com slash Podcast. Love ya.